Hey y'all, welcome back to Chasmi's Corner and welcome to season five. Look, I got a really special season for you all. January is my dad's birthday month and so all the episodes that I'm dropping this season are dedicated to my father. I believe I got some good stuff coming out to you guys so I hope you all will stay tuned and I also hope that you enjoy. I can explain. I can totally explain. This may look bad. It may look like I went on a six-month hiatus without saying anything, but that is not the case. Well, it kind of is the case, but it wasn't a hiatus, y'all. I gave y'all that season in June, and then I was like, I'll pick back up in the fall. And the fall came. And so I started to work. I started to work on my episodes, and I was like, why not give the people 10 episodes instead of four? And why not record my episodes with my camera instead of just letting it be audio? Then I started to go through some things, but I kept working, kept pushing. By episode nine, y'all, I was like, I'm not releasing this season. I'm going to just scrap this and start completely over. The good news is it's not completely scrapped. If I feel like I want to release the season later on, then I will. But, you know... The bad kind of bad news is y'all just won't hear what I'm talking about. Well, what I was talking about back then. But I went back to square one, got an idea, and here I am at the top of the new year. Happy New Year, guys. Um, As I said in the intro, January is my father's birthday month. And so I figured what better way to honor him than to highlight four different lessons that he's taught me over the course of his life. Well, kind of my life, like the time that we knew each other, um, and bring those lessons to you guys in kind of a watered-down millennial Gen Z understanding of the lessons. Yeah, they're not going to be like literal dad lessons. Like, I'm going to give you all the lessons in my own words. How about that? So let's get into this episode. For like all of my childhood life, I wanted to be famous. Like I wanted to be a little Kiki Palmer, Raven, Simone, so bad. I wanted to be on Disney Channel and it just didn't help. It did not help that I was a part of the drama ministry at church. I was always in some play. I was doing some welcome or some uh, anniversary speech. I was speaking in front of the church and At the end of the services, I would be told all the time, you're going to go far. You're going to go places. We're going to see you on TV. It's only a matter of time. So they would boost my six, seven-year-old, eight-year-old head. And I'm like, my time is now. I'm supposed to be on Disney Channel now. I'm going to be famous. And y'all, it just didn't happen then. It just, you know, church wasn't doing it for me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on Google. And I'm going to find different auditions in my area. And so I did that. And it either ended in one of or two ways, right? Either I didn't get a call back from the audition that I went to. Or my dad would tell me in the car that was a scam. We're not paying $3,000 so that they can give us some Disney package where we go to Disney World and you perform in front of talent agencies. We're just not going to do that. Chastity, it's a scam. So I felt like my dad was like hating on my dream and I just wasn't going to get there. Um, (laughs) And it would hurt me. But y'all keep that in mind. Right. I'm telling y'all I wanted to be famous and it did not happen for me then. My dad would tell me about this thing called 
circle of influence. And I'm not sure if it's in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People or How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's in one of those books. He used to read all the time. I wouldn't know because he would tell me to read the book and I just didn't read the book. But what I do know for sure is that concept is legit. If you want to fact check me, go ahead and look up Circle of Influence. But the premise of this concept is your friends, your family members, your coworkers, your church members, your acquaintances, near or far, um, whether they're close to you relationally or they're close to you um, by proximity, those people around you are going to have an influence on you, whether big or small, whether you know it or not. Now, Oxford Languages defines influence as the capacity to have an effect on the character development or behavior of someone or something or the effect itself. Merriam-Webster also defines it as the power to change or affect someone or something, the power to cause changes without directly forcing them to happen. So I started to think, I may not be Beyonce famous, I may not be Rihanna famous, I may not have a Gabrielle Union or Taraji P. Henson level of fame or influence, but I have a level of fame and influence according to this concept and according to my dad. And so by default, that means that I am famous. I said it. Y'all may think it's a stretch, but I said it and I believe it to be true. And I think that is true for you too. Like I'm actually some kind of famous in my life and you're some kind of famous in your life. We're all influencers. All of us, like, I'm an influencer, you're an influencer, I'm a dude, she's a dude, we're all dudes. I digress. I hope y'all watch Good Burger, but let me go ahead and explain this concept because I know I have people who are older who listen to my podcast as well. So an influencer is basically someone who, like, influences a large crowd of people to do a certain thing or to buy something. So, like... Brands or companies or businesses might see someone on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube who has a large following and they're like, hey, all these people who are a part of this age group are interested in, you know, these things like, okay, so let's say there's someone who's like uh, an influencer and the person's 18 and she's taught like she's a beauty, um, a beauty vlogger, like let's say, um, Morphe or uh, Fenty Beauty, they see her and they're like, she does makeup well. She probably has a lot of people who come to this channel to see how she does makeup. So if she shows them how to do makeup and they're interested in makeup, let's tell her to advertise our product and the people that come to her page will see her using the product. We'll tell her to rave about the product and why she loves it so much. We'll even give her a coupon code. And hopefully her followers will come to us and we can track that by like um, if they click the link in her uh, description bar, we can see if they come from her channel. If they use her coupon code, we can see if they come from her channel or from her page. And so they're able to track and see like who comes to their business or their website based off of um, like technology. I hope that made sense. Like they can track that and see that. And in the influencers job is to literally influence people consciously to do certain things and so I used to get jealous I'd be like man these influencers it takes like two seconds if you have like a good following on Instagram 
to become famous. Like you can be on TV, you can be in music videos, you can go so far with like some Instagram page or some YouTube channel. And I just started to feel jealous. But, you know, it kind of resonated with me what my dad was telling me when I was younger. It started to make sense. Like, I I have a circle of influence. I may not be a big influencer and I may not be like famous to where 30,000 people know my name or have 30,000 friends or subscribers, but I've got some level of influence, some level of fame because I know 30 people. I know 13 people. I know three people and those people can influence me and I can most likely more than more, more, blah. More than likely, I can influence them as well. I cannot believe I just got my tongue twisted up like that. I'll give you all an example, right? Okay. Actually, no, I won't because I just gave you all that example about beauty and how influencers can influence people consciously. Did y'all know that influencers and people who are famous can influence us unconsciously? Y'all probably did, but I started to realize it and I was like, wow, this is kind of crazy. So I watched one of these YouTubers. Um, oh, yeah, I just mentioned her, Aslia. She's like a hygiene, fitness, health, beauty YouTuber. And she influences people in those areas. And so she was showing us like her hygiene routine. And she used this mouthwash. And the mouthwash was in this really pretty pink bottle. And I'm like, I've never seen mouthwash look like that. Next time I go to Walmart, I'm going to check it out. I saw the name. It was called TheraBreath. I said, I'm going to go find it. I do that. I go to Walmart and I find TheraBreath in the nice, pretty pink bottle. Y'all, tell me why that TheraBreath was like $7.99, $8.46 with tax. For 24 ounces, I'm, well, it was an estimate. I don't know if it was exactly 24 ounces, but it wasn't a big container like mouthwashes. You usually get a lot of bang for your buck. Like you see those big things of Listerine or Colgate, like it was $8 for like 24 ounces. And I was like, ain't no way. And I'm like doing a side by side comparison. I see Listerine. They got a liter of Listerine for $3.59. That's what tax included. And I'm like, Chaz, you know, your mama taught you better. Don't you buy don't you spend no eight dollars for this mouthwash and you only getting 24 ounces y'all i said yolo i said i'm only gonna live once if i like it i like it if i don't i don't so i bought it 846 i bought that mouthwash no it didn't last me the entire year no it didn't cure bad breath like i still had to brush my teeth twice a day like it was normal mouthwash for me and it was a learning moment, a learning experience. I was like, you know what? Sometimes you do have to upgrade and spend a little bit more money. But for some mouthwash, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to settle for the 359 liter of Listerine that'll last me. I know two to three months and, you know, be more bang for my buck. But what I also realized is that I was unconsciously influenced by her channel to buy the mouthwash. And the definition literally says, the second half of Miriam's definition says, the power to cause changes without directly forcing them to happen. She didn't say, oh, y'all, I use TheraBreath. Y'all should try it out. She just used it in the video and I saw it and I said, wow, I'm going to try it. If I had never seen her videos, y'all, I would not have thought twice to buy no $8 mouthwash. I would have walked right past it. But because I saw her using the mouthwash in her videos, I was like, there's got to be something about this mouthwash. Like, let me try it out. And so 
these influencers can influence us in unconscious ways. And it didn't matter that she had 30,000 or she don't have 30,000. She has like 787,000 subscribers on YouTube. It don't matter that she had that many subscribers. She wasn't telling us to buy this mouthwash. I just saw her channel. Like I watched her channel. I had watched her for a long time and she used the mouthwash and I, I guess I trusted her and I went and did it. And so... Let me give y'all one more example, right? Okay, so I went to school in North Carolina and I'm from Detroit. People in the South are so much more hospitable and sweet and kind. And I don't know if it's genuine, authentic for everybody, but I know like a lot of them are way more like sweet down there. So when you come from like being surrounded by that for a long periodically time, like you start to pick up the habits and and it just didn't work all the time. You know, like people would look at me sideways and be like, why are you speaking to me? Why are you coming and giving me a hug? Who are you? And I realized that I'd I like unconsciously start to pick up these habits of just being more hospitable than I already was. And it's not a bad thing to be hospitable, but I just noticed that I had picked it up because I had been around it for so long. And the people weren't like, you need to hug us. You need to speak. But like the definition said, it's the power to cause changes without directly forcing them to happen. Like no one directly forced me to do this stuff. I just picked up on it and started to do it. And so after some time and after seeing these things and the rise of influencer culture and seeing how me being in the South unconsciously affected me greatly, the concept that my dad told me about really started to sink in. It was like, these people really do influence you, Chaz. And you have an influence on them, whether you acknowledge it or not, or whether you notice it or not, like it's there and it happens. And so granted, like you're your own person, you make your own decisions, you have your own personality. And assuming that those around you will do the same, I still do believe that it's safe and fair to acknowledge that we've been influenced by the people around us, like in some way, shape or form, we've been influenced by the people around us. So with all of that being said, I'm going to charge you guys and you can be charged if you want to. Like you don't have to take it. I know I'm going to take it, but I'm looking at life with a different mindset, right? Like now that I know that I can really influence people and people influence me, even though I don't, like I said, have 30,000 friends, I have three and I have 30. I'm going to walk around like I'm famous and like I am an influencer. Like I can, like I know that I can influence people. So I'm going to act like it, right? Gandhi said, be the change that you want to see in the world. And granted, people are still going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. That does not mean that we don't have a little bit of power in and of ourselves. Like if you want to see things happen in the world, like you have to live out that change first. And maybe the people by you will follow suit because we're literally all famous. We're literally all influencers in our own lives. My dad used to tell me, focus on your inner circle first. And maybe the small habits that you have can rub off on them, which can rub off onto the people in their circles. And it can slowly trickle into the world. And it's not an overnight, miraculous, society-shifting thing that just happens with a snap of two fingers, like you drive yourself crazy thinking about that or thinking that it will work like that. But for me, I started to think like, maybe I don't have to throw this in the trash can. 
maybe I can recycle it. And no, global warming isn't going to be fixed. Climate change still, like, we got to do some drastic things to fix that. Like, it will be a small thing, Chaz, but it's something. At least I know, like, a small corner of God's green earth has some sort of positive change because of me, because of my actions and because of my influence. You know, like, even if we don't have MLK-sized footprints, we still have them. So let's let them be in the right direction towards the right fight. I really hope that ending wasn't, like, so cliche, but that's literally how I feel, y'all. We're all famous in our own lives. We all have some level of influence, like we're all influencers. So... Let's act like it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I really do hope that you guys will come back for more of what I have this season. Okay, y'all. I'll talk to y'all next time.